It's time for Convos with the Cats, the official podcast of Abilene Christian Athletics. Touchdown, ACU! On the warning track, he'll make the catch. The Southland Conference Championship is on its way to Abilene, Texas. Goes down court, it's intercepted. Down goes Texas! Great game heroics for the Wildcats, and he is fired up. This is Convos with the Cats. Hey everybody, welcome into Convos with the Cats, driven by Texas Ford Dealers, episode number four already. Uh, of the official podcast of the ACU Wildcats. I'm Zach Carlisle, one of the media relations coordinators here, and I'm glad to be joined today by head women's basketball coach Julie Goodenough. Hi, Coach. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for uh, the opportunity to visit with you today. Yeah, it's kind of fun. A little long-form medium, things we don't get to do very often, and just get to have a little fun as this episode will come out uh, next week, and uh, we're, we're talking here on a Thursday. Um, I guess, I guess I just kind of want to start with your summer. How's that been going? I know we're, we're gearing up for hopefully a normal season again, and I know, uh, it's been a busy summer for you. So how's it been going so far? Uh, it's been awesome. We're just so grateful for the summer that we've had. Um, our players all came to Abilene, new players, returners all moved in on Memorial day, Mm -hmm. May 31st. And we worked out for six weeks. It was so awesome just to have everybody here. We missed out on that summer access last summer. And so um, I think that was probably our first, you know, glimpse of of some normalcy, you know, getting back to our normal calendar. Uh, So that was awesome just to have them here and be able to work out with them face-to-face. They got in the weight room. Uh, We did a lot of skill development. Um, Did a lot of fun team activities outside of practices uh, just to get to know one another. And I think if you asked any of our players, I would hope they would tell you that they had a a blast here as well, those six weeks. And we got a lot done. We worked really hard and worked them hard and um, got them out of their comfort zone on the court and the weight room. But I think that they really enjoyed being here. Um, and in June, uh, June is camp month too. We had six camps in June. It was so awesome, so much fun. I think people were really looking for something to do and looking for some, you know, opportunity for their girls, kindergarten through 12th grade, you know, to get out and do something. And so our, all of our camps were sold out. Uh, we were a little bit limited with space uh, this summer because Moody's under the renovation. And so we had to kind of put a cap over every camp and they all sold out. Uh, it was just such a huge compliment to our program that so many people wanted to be a part of that. But, um, so long winded answer to tell you so grateful. Summer's been awesome. Yeah. I, anything to get back to normal. I think anybody's looking for that, um, right now. And part of that is recruiting for you as well. That was another thing that got, uh, canceled last year, basically. Um, you couldn't get out of Abilene much. The girls couldn't come back. And I know you've always talked about how important June 1st is for your team because that's really when your season starts. Oh, yeah, it? absolutely. You know, we start building our culture um, when our players move back for summer school. And so we talked a lot about culture while they were here, made sure they understood what our seven core values are, made sure they understand that they're going to hear control of controllables every day mm-hmm. and team first wins. Um but we had been grounded. We'd been in a dead period as far as our recruiting schedule goes uh, for 
15 months, I think. Uh, we were not able to leave our campus. And you know, what's really interesting about that, you just assume everyone that follow sports was aware of that but we had our team camp this past weekend we had 57 teams on campus which is the biggest team camp we've ever had it was wonderful but I sat down and had recruiting conversations with some of the our recruits who who played in the team camp and they had no idea why we didn't go watch any of their high school games last year wow like almost like they didn't think we were recruiting them because they didn't see us and I was like we haven't been allowed to. Yeah. We didn't watch you or anyone else. You know, we were um, all all we could do is watch video stream or if someone, you know, shared a link to a game that was on some random video stream outlet, we could watch it, you know. But um, so there's still people that don't know that we weren't able to go watch your high school game last year. And, and it it made me feel so bad because I was like, there are people who think we just didn't want to watch them play. We weren't allowed to uh, from mid-March until um, July the 6th. You know, we went over a year without ever leaving our campus to recruit. It was so crazy. And we could still make phone calls. We did a lot of Zoom calls and FaceTime calls, which we haven't done FaceTime and Zoom. And I was like, why have we not been doing this? This is awesome. You know, you get the parents on the Zoom call with their daughter. And I think that was huge for us. And we'll continue doing that. But yeah, we physically have not left campus um, since the conference tournament in 2020. You know, wow. that was really it. And so um, July the 6th, though, all four coaches, you know, on my staff, we were out recruiting. It was so much fun. And we we got to do live evaluations and we learned a lot. Um, we missed on some of our video stream evaluations. <laughs> some, it was like, whoa, she's not a division one player. And then some, it's like, oh my gosh, she's awesome. We need to be recruiting this person. So it was, it made a huge difference to be sitting on a baseline watching live yeah. basketball. Um, but the second cool thing about our July recruiting period is that we got to sit on the baseline with our coaching friends from around the country and we got to visit with people in person. <laughs> so it was, you know, twofold. We were anxious for that social experience on the baseline that you have every year, but <laughs> also just to, to watch live play. So that was really, really good for us. And, you know, we feel like that we are ahead in recruiting with our 22 and 23 class and uh, really credit my staff for doing an incredible job during the dead period this last year, just staying in touch with recruits, staying in touch with AAU coaches. And um, I, I think we we did as well as, as any program in America as far as just building relationships, even though we couldn't, you know, get, uh, you know, in homes, we couldn't get in gyms, we couldn't see people in person. And so my staff did an incredible job just keeping those relationships alive during the dead period. I think that gets lost a little bit too sometimes, maybe on the casual fan that doesn't know that, yes, this 21-22 season's about to come up and that is as important as anything that you're focusing on. But you also have to figure out what team you're going to have in the 22-23, 23-24. And you have to do all that at the same time. So I think that gets lost sometimes that yeah. you're building for the future and now like at the same time. For sure. And recruiting has never been as complex as it is right now because every player who played this past season gets their year back. Mm. And so your current players, you, I mean, it's kind of crazy. You can say, oh, well, she's a senior, but she may be back next year, yeah. you know. And then the players we had who were freshmen last year, you know, you may end up watching them play for five years at ACU. Or a player may say, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I'm ready to move on to grad school or whatever. Or you may have a player that says, hey, you know what? I think I, I want to get closer to home. I'm going to graduate from ACU and I'm going to play my fifth year at this school that's close to home, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so it's it's tough. I mean, usually you know, okay, we have three people graduating in this class, so yeah. we're going to sign three players to take their place. But you don't really know. <laughs> so in, <clears throat> I know a lot of coaches when the NCAA um, you know, sent that message out to us during our season last year that, hey, all your players are going to get to come back if they want to. Uh, coaches across the country started pulling offers from 22s, people that they had offered. They're oh. like, oh, wait a minute. I got to pull this back because I'm not going to have this many scholarships. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a touchy thing right now, you know, with recruiting. Um, we have three really good commits in the 22 class. They all committed during, you know, the, the dead period uh, during their uh, junior season. And we're very grateful that they, you know, just prayed about it and just felt led to be a part of our program, even though they – couldn't watch a game last year. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't go see them play. They couldn't talk to us if they came to campus. Um, we had a couple that came to campus and did like an admissions tour, and we couldn't even talk to them. I mean, it was wow. the most bizarre thing. Um, any other time, if you come to our campus, whether you're an eighth grader or you're about to be a senior in high school, we can talk to you face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Um, but we couldn't this past year. I mean, it was just really, really strange. So recruiting's crazy, but you're right. Like, we, we have to stay on top of it 12 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three commitments in our 23 class already. Um, but, you know, you have to make sure that you're continuing with those relationships so that they don't change their mind. Um, but we we could probably add someone in each of those classes. So now we get to be really picky about, you know, the last person to fill the 22 class and the 23 class. I have offered players that are 2024s. Yeah. You know, they're about to be sophomores in high school. We have some offers out there to players that are about to be freshmen in high school. They've never played a second on a varsity <laughs> team, and I've already offered them. Just based on our live evals, like, hey, this player already has – the skill set that would fit our style of play. And yeah. so, um, yeah, recruiting is, it's really, really fun, but it never stops. And right. it's, it's becoming very complex right now. Yeah. So basically you have nothing going on, right? Nothing. No, <laughs> nothing whatsoever. <laughs> and on the women's basketball side of it, I don't know if there's another sport that does this as much as women's basketball. And I, I like it. I'm glad that we do. But we send out just so much mail mm. to recruits. And there's a lot of programs that have kind of gone away from that nationwide, not in particular to AC Athletics. But women's basketball still sends a ton of mail. Yeah. And so we're already – starting to get those, some of that stuff ready to go. Um, you know, players that are about to be juniors in high school, we can start mailing to them on September 1st. So we're already starting to get some of that stuff ready to go so that they get about 40 pieces of mail the first yeah. week, you know. <laughs> um, and then they get two two letters from us every week, every single week, yeah. at least two. And so that's, a you know, kind of a, a big process as well, just trying to come up with content, you know, to – to send to recruits, but, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, uh, it's interesting. And I think every sport probably goes about recruiting differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to give our former softball coach, Bobby Reeves, a hard time cause he'd have like sixth and seventh graders committed already, yeah. but women's basketball is kind of getting that way. You know, we're getting these <laughs> earlier commitments, but probably not quite like softball used to, but anyway, but it's fun. Uh, if you don't, if you don't like recruiting, you don't need to be at the college level because so yeah. much of your job is about recruiting. And honestly, once you get the players on your team, you have to continue recruiting them as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really easy to leave a program now with the transfer portal. Very. You just get in it and you get out of it fast. And so, you know, you have to continue recruiting your current players too, making sure that they know how much you love them and care about them. And, um, you know, you have to continue investing in their lives once they get here. Yeah, especially if there are players that maybe have been 
are role players or or their minutes maybe aren't as many as they mm-hmm. as they want them to be you almost have to keep convincing them to stay and know that it's it's a good place for them and gosh that's that's as hard as it's ever yeah. been i i can't even yeah imagine yeah. that for sure um i think one of the big things that that everybody keeps talking about around here is moody and i i think that's such an amazing thing to talk about and i know you've been in and looking at the renovations uh, yourself in person. And I know that we played in Teague last year and we're going to start by playing in Teague this year. And, and there's kind of a lot of unknowns, but just for you personally, how excited are you about what's happening with Moody Coliseum? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it just screams division one. I mean, yeah. just the renderings, um, the, the additional spaces for men's and women's basketball and volleyball that are going to be in that facility um, academics, you know, we're going to have a new academics center in that facility as well. You guys are going to have a new space in mm-hmm. there that's going to be D1 and new athletic training facility that's that'll be top notch. Um, I've been telling people, uh, you know, and I, I might be wrong, but I probably wouldn't admit it. But I'm telling anyone that will listen that it will be the best non-Power 5 facility in the state of Texas. I think it will yeah. be the best. Um, and so we're we're excited about it. You know, obviously... I'm in a hurry to get in there. I want to play games in there as right. quickly as possible, but I want it to be done correctly. And, um, you know, right now it, it looks almost like a tornado came through and, you know, <laughs> took all strange, the exterior yeah. off. It's like an open air facility. Um, but I just know from my experience at ACU, and um, it's really kind of crazy for me even to say this out loud that I'm starting my 10th year here. Uh, it's the longest I've ever been at a school. But everything that's done at ACU is first class. It's very professionally done. It's very well thought out. Um, You know, all of our spaces that we'll get to occupy, I know will be phenomenal. Um, We've never had a place to watch video. We watch video in random classrooms around campus, Mm -hmm. but we're going to have our own video room. Yeah. Like, we're so pumped about that. We've had a locker room where our players had lockers. That's where they dress. And we had space for a little couch and a TV, but not really like a separate lounge and dressing area. And we're going to have that. We're going to have our own kitchen space where we will have blenders and microwaves and refrigerator and freezer. And, you know, we'll be able to provide like nutritious supplements and snacks where our players will have access all day long in between classes to go in, grab a protein shake, make your own smoothie, you know, things like that. Um, And all of that is division one. It's not excessive. It's things that we have not had since we made the move to D one. So we're, we're catching up. We're trying to catch up with other schools, our size in the state of Texas. And I think this new facility and everything that comes with it will put us, you know, on the same playing field with a, you know, an SMU with a Rice, with a Houston, as far as facilities go. And so, you know, I'm going to keep saying, I think it's going to be the nicest non-Power 5 facility in the state of Texas. <laughs> I love it. And I think it was probably the the facility that was left to, to be redone. We yeah. are blessed mm-hmm. at ACU with incredible facilities for athletics. I mean, we have some of the great stadiums. I mean, everything yeah. here is so nice. Um, and, and Moody was kind of the last thing that, that needed – you know, a little bit of renovations done and it's getting yeah. an absolute facelift. That's going to be, well, you know, it's like when you, you think, well, I'm going to paint my living room. Well, then you think, Oh gosh, now I have to paint the kitchen. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Now the hallway looks terrible. And you know, you just keep doing that. And so, uh, Wildcat Stadium is beautiful. It's yeah. phenomenal. Well, then we had to do a facelift on Teague because it was not <laughs> acceptable. And then you're like, look at this, like this spaceship Moody over here. We have to do something <laughs> about this. So, yeah, you knew eventually it would, it would, you know, come to Moody and we're 
Gatley, just so grateful and excited about what that's going to do for our programs. I will say, too, I, I think the university and athletic side did a heck of a job coming up with a random space to play to and in the Teague Center oh, to turn gosh. that into a basketball court. You know, I, I don't really know whose initial thought that was, but it was phenomenal. And, you know, I, this is probably not nice of me to say, but I mean, it turned out to be better than about half the venues in the Southland Conference. Yeah. You know, it really did. I think I that's mean, a the, very honest statement. It's true. Know, the yeah. court was brand new. No one had ever played on the court, you know, brand new court that we acquired from the Big East Conference. And uh, we've got nice bleachers in there, individual seats. Um, it, it turned out great. And, you know, the year that you had to limit your capacity as far as attendance goes, it was perfect. Yeah. And now I think, uh, you know, what Coach Tanner and I would like to see is standing room only in there. There is mm -hmm. no excuse why you don't come to a game this year. There's not going right. to be capacity unless the fire marshal standing at the front door. And how about let's make him do that? Let's let's yeah. make the fire marshal turn people down. You know, let's get about 1,200 people in here for every game and pack the place out. Um, you know, with the men's success this past spring, there should be a lot of excitement about basketball in general on our on our campus. And, um you know, we, we, we want uh, tons of students. We want our casual fans to come back. Um, yeah. Maybe last year you learned that it's good to be a season ticket holder. You know, you couldn't come unless you held a season ticket. And so maybe that'll boost our season ticket sales this year. But uh, we're, you know, we, we felt like we played pretty well in there this past season. And we're excited about starting the year in there. But just knowing and anticipating that at some point, you know, there'll be an opportunity to move over to Moody. Um, that'll be be really good. Let's take a short break. Let's hear from our Greater Texas Ford dealers. We're going to come back with more from head coach Julie Goodenough. This is Convos with the Cats, driven by Texas Ford dealers. Your Texas Ford dealers and the ACU Wildcats know a thing or two about being the best in Texas. They show their stamina and performance to rise above the competition every chance they get. Like with the Ford F-Series, the best-selling truck in America for 43 years and the best-selling truck in Texas. Visit your Texas Ford dealer today or shop online at TexasFord.com to get a great deal on a new Ford F-Series. Ford, an official partner of ACU Athletics. Based on 1977-2019 CY total sales. Wildcat fans, the fall is almost here, and that means football is back. We want to welcome you to Wildcat Stadium for six home games this season. Season tickets are on sale now at acusports.com. And welcome back to Combos with the Cats, driven by Texas Ford dealers, Zach Carlisle, and we're joined by head coach Julie Goodenough today. And uh, Coach, I know we were talking about uh, – what's to come with Moody Coliseum. I guess we'll switch to what's to come in this 2021-2022 season. You're about to have uh, a, a very brand new team. I think that's uh, I think that goes without saying that we just mentioned it before we, we were bringing this back here, but you're about to have eight new players and a very new roster. Um, and so that means that you're about to have a very important fall um, but, but before your season starts, isn't it? Yes. Um, we're, we're really excited about the additions. Uh, we have three grad transfers. We've never even had one. And this yeah. year we have three. So <laughs> interesting dynamic. Um, they take classes that are all online. So they are they have a lot of free time for <laughs> individuals and, and meetings with me and watching video and all that good stuff. Um, but those three, uh, Emma Middleton, Tatum Barber, and Jamie Bonnerens, were just fantastic this summer. I mean, they brought the 
experience and just the the wisdom that I hope that they would. Mm-hmm. And I mean, from the very first practice, Emma Middleton's been the most vocal player in practice. And, you know, that's what I really challenged them with. Like, hey, I'm bringing y'all in here to bring some leadership. Like you have more experience than anybody else on our roster. And so act like that every day, you know, and, and communicate that with our team. And they've done a great job. Uh, and then we have five freshmen that we feel like is a very, very good freshman class. Um, You've been saying that for about a year now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We signed all of them in November and, you know, we thought they would be the only new players that we had on the team. And then with the, you know, the NCAA allowing people to play an extra year, then they allowed all uh, women's basketball programs to carry 18 players on their team instead of 15. And 18 is just a lot, but we generally carry 12 or 13, but we were able to expand our roster this year. And so we added these three players and um, I think it's, it's been a really good mix. It's fun that our eight new players, three are in their fifth year of college. The other five are in their first year of college. And (laughs) so uh, that dynamic has been really fun, but um, our freshman class did a great job this summer. Um, We had one that twist her ankle pretty bad and she was out for a while, but she's going to be fine when she gets back to school. But other than that, I mean, they worked really hard. They uh, were trying to figure out like the pace and how how the speed of the game is so different at the college level than it is the high school level and then the NCAA moved our three-point line back to match where the men's is it is 28 inches deeper than the high school line and so you know we we shoot a few of those so we worked on threes this summer and that was like (laughs) wow like these five freshmen are like oh my gosh it's so far back here and so uh, I think that was a good introduction to them of you know just this is different uh, the pace is different because of the 30-second shot clock. The physicality is different. Um, and, you know, you were the superstar on your high school team, and now you're just on a team where everybody was superstars, yeah. you know. And so, <laughs> that you know, it's kind of a, a rude awakening for them. But um, one of the best things about having them here for the summer is they get to know one another, and they get to know our coaching staff a little bit, you know, and we start – um, fostering our culture with them. And then when they come back, and they'll all be back um, August 17th, they're not scared to death about basketball. Now, maybe they're scared about living in the dorm or scared about class or whatever, but they're not, you know, worried that much about basketball because they've been around us a little bit, so that's good. But um, our freshman class, we actually have two from Houston, um, Naya Johnson and Alexis Babineau. Alexis Babineau, fun fact, um, graduated from the same high school as President Schubert. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she also played high school ball for a former uh, women's basketball player at ACU, Valerie Jackson. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Valerie played in the late 90s here. And uh, that, that was Alexis' coach. And her high school coach and I, uh, we played juco ball together. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I went on to UTA and Valerie came here and played. So She had to come to ACU. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Her, her coach twisted her arm pretty hard. Um, and then uh, Naya Johnson was actually our first commitment in this class. She committed, you know, before her junior year of high school and just a superb athlete. Um, she takes a lot of pride in blocking shots and getting rebounds. And that they, those may be her two biggest skills that she brings to the table. And um, just long, real athletic post player. We're really excited about just bringing, you know, her bringing that athleticism. Uh, Nikhil Kramer is from Oklahoma City. She actually last week played in her second all-star game of the summer. Um, One of the best players in the state of Oklahoma. She's really transformed her game from kind of a forward 
when she was in junior high, early high school, into a perimeter player. She's a three-point shooter. She creates shots off the dribble, so another good uh, scoring guard. Uh, another good athletic player that we hope will be kind of a defensive stopper for us. You know, we're trying to um, get her to, to really embrace that role. I think she can do that, and we haven't had that in, in a few years, so we'd <laughs> like to have a good good uh, defensive stopper. Um, Addison Martin, um, I, I golly, I think the sky's a limit for her. She's a four or five top player, fast, really fast. Um, she won a lot of our sprints this summer and mm. I did not expect that. I mean, I knew that she got up and down the floor, but you know, she was beating Katie Harina in sprints and I was thrilled to see that really, really smart basketball player in this summer. She just was so coachable. I mean, anything that we corrected, she immediately made that adjustment and that was so awesome to see that, but she's she's going to find herself, I think, um, with a lot of playing time early. She's just a kid that we're going to have to have on the floor, and and then Bella Earl, uh, probably the the well for sure the most um, recognized and awarded player um, in this freshman class from the state of Texas. Um, very well known across the state. Uh, had a phenomenal high school career. She was a starting point guard on, on the Denton Geyer team from her freshman year on, and. Um, scoring point guard, uh, long guard. She can play, you know, the one, two, or three for us. Um, she is cheering hard for her cousin Stone to be our starting quarterback yeah, on the AC right. football team. And so having Stone Earl and Bella Earl here at the same time, <laughs> it's their dad's dream. Their dads are twin brothers. Oh, my gosh. They uh, both played in college, played NFL football, and they are so excited that their children are at the same school and – um, Stone and Bella are both number three. And so, That's you know, great. just really neat, you know, background story on the Earl. So I'm sure that'll be a story that y'all do within your office it at some point. It is now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, um, but Bella's awesome and she just, she just loves Jesus and she's grown up in a church home. Her dad is um, a senior pastor at a church in Denton. He's the chaplain for the football team at Denton Guyer and really, you know, strong, strong family and faith. And uh, so I think she will just, Love the ACU environment for yeah. sure. Um, our grad transfers, uh, like I said, they've already stepped up to be, you know, leaders for us in practice on on and off the court. But um, Tatum Barber is out of the Argyle area. She went to school in Georgia Southern. And it was so cool this summer. I think we had more coaches talk to us about Tatum than anybody else. You know, coaches who have played against her that are in that conference with Georgia Southern, like, oh my gosh, y'all got to, y'all got to score in Tatum <laughs> Barber. You know, she's a good three-point shooter and she's a good playmaker. And so it was really fun, you know, to listen to all these coaches tell us what a good get that was. And I think she fits so well into our style of play. She's a, like a two, three player, kind of a, a bigger, thicker guard that will be really strong, kind of bullying for position in the paint. Um, and then Jamie Bonaren started her career at Cameron, and she was, a, I believe, Lone Star Freshman of the Year, Co-Freshman of the Year, and then she had the opportunity to play at Colorado State. Yeah. And uh, so she's played in a couple of different systems. Uh, she'll be a great four for us. Um, she's, I think, similar to Michaela Mabry, uh, the position that she played. You know, good three-point shooter, excellent passer. Um, she'll be a good rebounder. Um, but she also has the ability to put the ball on the floor and score that way. Um, and then Emma Middleton, um, we've probably had more comments about her than any of the grad transfers. She played her career at Lubbock Christian mm -hmm. University last year. They they were the undefeated D2 champions, and she was an All-American, D2 wow. All-American. Um, 
you know, I, I just, I think she is so skilled around the basket. She demands the ball. She posts up really strong. She loves, you know, to catch the ball back to the basket and make post moves. And um, what a great kid, too. And she's coming from an environment very similar to ACU, you know, being at, at LCU for four years. Um, but we're we're really excited about just that group and what they're what they've already brought to our program. But um, it, I think, the most difficult thing for me and for my staff this year is to you know figure out the best uh, lineups. You know who's going to play what positions. Um, it's a good problem to have. Sure, it's probably the most good players we've ever had on the roster. Yeah. You know, just players who we think can play right now. Because sometimes you get, you know, maybe you have a class of five freshmen, but you know like three of those probably aren't going to play much as freshmen, but they will as sophomores. But, I mean, we have a a, a big group of players we feel like can all play this year. And so just the dynamic of putting the right lineups on the floor is going to be a big challenge, which yeah. is awesome. I'm so ready for that. Yes. And, you know, something that we'll have to be working on a lot just to figure out winning combinations. I feel like this might be the most length I've seen yeah. on your team in a long mm -hmm. time, too. Uh, yeah. Just top to bottom guards, too. I mean, uh, these guards are long-armed yeah. and, yeah. you know, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, figure ten. out how to play big on both, both sides yeah. of the ball. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, let's shift to some off the court, just kind of have some fun here and – and chat where we kind of with all of our guests we just kind of like to play some games and enjoy and okay. just relax a little bit so we came up with this one it's called this or that and so all it is is i am very much not prepared for this so i googled <laughs> this or that questions because you know i'm the best prepper in the world so um so i just found some ones and we'll just kind of get to know all right. see what you think uh for for julie good enough here so some of this or that all right a vacation or a staycation vacation yeah for sure. Netflix or Hulu? Uh, I don't know how to access either one. <laughs> In, you... NBC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Olympics, yes. The Olymp okay. Are you a night person or a morning person? Morning. Yes, I knew the answer to that one right yes. away. <laughs> when you're in the vehicle, would you rather be the passenger or the driver? Driver. I think I knew that one yeah. too. Um, car or a bike? Ooh, I mean... I love a bike, but I mean, probably car. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather drive somewhere or fly somewhere? Fly, fly, please fly. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Mm, or neither? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Oh, I've seen you bring some sweet teas on the bus before. Yeah, that's for sure. Would you rather lose a little sleep or would you rather skip a meal? Skip a meal. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. I think I lose sleep a lot, so. Oh, yeah. Just kind of part of the job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. A salad or a sandwich? Salad. See, I think I knew some of these. Uh, we spend see. a lot of time together. We do. We do. Dog person or cat Dog, person? dog, dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> oh, I feel the exact same way. Uh, messy or tidy? Tidy. Yeah, I knew that one, too. Favorite genre of movie? That's not this or that, but or I could do this maybe funny or dramatic or funny or drama maybe. Uh, or I would go drama. I would go Gladiator Patriot over Ooh. comedy probably. Yeah. Remember yeah. the Titans is sort of a blend though. I like that. A little I, bit of both. I yeah. like a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, and then you know, of course, you know, our trips you got to throw in Twilight and Harry Potter and we do get a lot every of that, Nicholas yeah. Sparks movie. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yes. Pizza or Chinese food? Pizza. A letter or an email? 
letter. Oh, yeah. Do people still write those? Yes, yes. I'm working on a big pile right now. Um, start work late or start work early? Would start, you... start early. Yeah. Start early so you can leave early instead of oh, start Oh, yes. Late right, right, right. Yeah, just get it late. done. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you rather have a free lunch or a free dessert? Lunch. Speed or accuracy? I asked that one to Coach McCarty, too, as a baseball guy. That was fun. Accuracy. Got to hit those threes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> threes or twos? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Threes add up faster. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, oh, would you rather have a bad haircut or a bad dye job? Ooh, and that's very applicable to me. <laughs> I was thinking so. That might be the, the best one I've asked so far. Mm, I'm going to go haircut because as a woman, you can always throw it up in a bun or a ponytail. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully it's not so bad you can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just telling you from experience, though, bad hair color, it's it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, a haircut would take a while, too, to get over it, but maybe you can mask it a little bit more than the bad hair color. <laughs> and then the last one, and this seems like a burning question in the universe, does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for saying the, the Pineapple the and Canadian bacon, that. let's go. Yes. Yes, that's my favorite pizza. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. All right. That was this or that. I just found, you know, awesome. 271 of those and 10 or 15 of them. So and then the last thing we want to do is, is a, a small segment called big country kudos. And this is something that we'll just ask you if there's somebody that you've seen around campus or somebody that does something for your program or uh, someone you talked to recently, or just anybody that you feel like you'd love to give a shout out to that has done something or meant something to you or to your program or to your girls or just, you know, or or your family or anything like that. Big country. You know, most recently I would say uh, Joel and Ruthie in the rec center and Kyle, uh, we just had our team camp Saturday and Sunday. We hosted 57 teams. It's the largest camp we've ever had. Mm -hmm. And our rec center is phenomenal. I mean, we used every cord in there. Um, We also have a, the Abilene chapter of basketball officials run a clinic. So they provide all oh. the officials for all of the games. We played 170 games. Wow. <clears throat> and so they need a space to meet. And so Joel puts them in a classroom. And Joel and Ruthie and Kyle had everything set up for us. They, you know, just allow us to access all of the, the rec center. And it's it's awesome. It's beautiful. And so we have all these teams come in and they're not all from the big country, but I mean, almost every town around the big country you can name, they were at camp. And so many of them have never been in the rec center. Wow. I mean, maybe they've been to ACU for a baseball game or a track meet or something like that, but they, I mean, every year, I mean, I probably get a dozen comments from people who literally are within a 30 mile radius of our campus who have never seen the rec center. Wow. And um, I think Joel and Kyle and Ruthie, they do a great job just maintaining that facility. Facility. It's beautiful. I mean, whoever, you know, was the architect of all the different spaces did a phenomenal job. But we're always so proud when we host this team camp to have so many people. I mean, I would say 2,500 to 3,000 people were on campus just for our camp Saturday and Sunday. Wow. And they got to see that that building. And, um, and we did have a few women's basketball recruits playing in the team camp. But who knows how many people were exposed to ACU mm. who, you know, maybe a little brother comes to school or a cousin comes to school or the grandma goes home and tells another grandchild about how awesome this campus was. And so I think it's a huge recruiting tool for 
uh, for ACU overall, but um, the folks at the the rec center, I mean, that's just what I'm thinking of right now. Just my, my gratitude to them yeah. for, for how well that facility accommodates this big event that we're able to have. I mean, if we didn't have the rec center, we couldn't have this camp. And sure. we use, we utilized Teague, all the courts at the rec center, and we still needed courts at Hardin Simmons and McMurray that we use. Like it wow. was such a big event. Um, but without the rec center and that space, we, we wouldn't be able to do this. And so we're super appreciative and Joel and Kyle just make it, so possible to do this event and so right now i think i'm very grateful to them and and our event was saturday and sunday and monday they lost the ac at the rec center oh no which i feel so bad for them but oh my gosh so thankful it didn't happen saturday or sunday (laughs) um oh my gosh and and i know they're probably like oh goodness but you know and the timing is good they have plenty of time to fix it before school starts but um you know, and, and just uh, Amy and Susan, who help us coordinate all of our camps all summer, uh, we had four athletic trainers who worked all day Saturday wow. and Sunday to fill this event. And so um, I think right now just my, my gratefulness is for the folks that, you know, like helped us have this camp. And it yeah. was it was just awesome. Oh, it's a great event every summer. The camp good enough. That's always one of our favorite things uh, during the off season for sure. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you, social media. I think I want to give that a quick uh, shout out here for anything women's hoops at ACUWBB has been a great platform for anything online at ACU Sports as well. Uh, is something that's really fun uh, too. So, Coach, thanks for for putting on a headset and Thank coming you. in and hanging out with us today in the library. So, anytime, I appreciate it. Really, really fun uh, to to talk to Coach Julie. Good enough. This is Convos with the Cats, driven by Texas Ford dealers, and we will see you next time uh, for another episode. This was a really fun one with Julie. Good enough. Convos with the Cats, driven by Texas Ford dealers. Hey, Wildcat fans, we'll be starting the football season at SMU on September 4th, and we want a big showing of purple and white over there as we kick off a new season. Get your tickets today at acusports.com. Your Texas Ford dealers and the ACU Wildcats know a thing or two about being the best in Texas. They show their stamina and performance to rise above the competition every chance they get. Like with the Ford F-Series, the best-selling truck in America for 43 years and the best-selling truck in Texas. Visit your Texas Ford dealer today or shop online at TexasFord.com to get a great deal on a new Ford F-Series. Ford, an official partner of ACU Athletics, based on 1977-2019 CY Total Sales.